The Crosstalk PM and WYZ. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You could send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. But feel free to use the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 608-785-7914. Call or text in either way you get in on the program. It is really that simple. Uh, you can use the text line at any time. Actually, some messages coming in after the morning show this morning, people wanting to weigh in on uh, some of the issues that Mike was uh, talking about. You can always do that. That's totally fine. We still get the messages. And uh, we certainly will take anything into account that you send us as uh, your, um, your, your talk show fodder, I guess, what we'll call it. Uh, but feel free, again, 608-785-794. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. I... All right, I can't, I can't do that right now. I'll make it to that in a minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll get there. A uh, couple things. Some, um, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a certain level of. Um, well, first, let me do this first. Oh yeah, I got it. I had like these three things that I wanted to say all at once, but let me say this first. I went to a wonderful wedding this weekend. Out at Fox Hollow, uh, a, a co-worker, my wife, got married, and uh, they've known each other for years, and uh, um, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it, it was a nice, uh, the wedding reception. I went to the wedding reception. I didn't go to the wedding. But I went to the wedding reception. It was really, uh, I, at, at these events, I, and I didn't know anybody there. I knew, well, I barely knew a couple of uh, people that are also uh, co-workers of my wife. And, and every, nobody else, I, I didn't know anybody else. But it's it's a local event and um, a lot of local people and uh, I was um, I've kind of hugging the hugging the, the the walls and uh, had a couple drinks at the bar and then my wife coerced me into dancing and um, as you probably are had would have no idea I'm actually a a, a terrible dancer but I'm very energetic. And, and this was a, uh, boy, I don't even know, I don't even know what the song was, but it was something that, you know, I like and getting jiggy with it basically is what I was doing. And so, and then that was it. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. That's all we're doing. We're not doing this. Not anymore. And then, and that was all really all it took. It's all it took. And then people were like, people were talking to me, um, and uh, then, then there was some uh, people realize that I'm the guy that they listen to on the radio in the afternoons. Sometimes some of them did, and then they were then they really wanted to have some conversations, which is kind of cool. But it made me realize that um, you know if I'm going to get seriously jiggy with it on the dance floor, I got to be really cognizant <laughs> of just just how much I let loose, which is a little bit like living in a cage, a little bit. Uh, so I have to decide at some point, man, are you going to let it go or uh, are you just, are you going to stay within this, stay within these self-prescribed boundaries? So I'm dealing with a, uh, a bit of an existential crisis, one might say, regarding uh, weddings and dancing pretty much. So just something to, thought that that was it. But the other part of that, it was really cool to talk with people who enjoy the program and who listen and... Uh, um, can reference specific people that, that call in on a regular basis and uh, some things that we talked about and that one show that one time, you know, whenever that show is or whatever that one thing that happened is. So pretty cool. 
pretty cool. Um, I I was in Lacrosse City Hall today. There, the the we talked about this before. The paid on street parking program. Uh, once again, like back in the day, back when there was parking meters. The city of Lacrosse is beginning a program for people to pay to park on um, streets. Now, this was approved by the Public Works Board this morning, so it is going ahead. There will be a pilot program that rolls out first. It's a one-year pilot. They're going to look at it and see how to tweak it. But as Mayor Tim Cabot said today in Lacrosse City Hall, it's not if we have paid on street parking, it's when. So this is not something where they're deciding they're going to have a pilot program decide whether it works it's happening and this is this is a test program a test year where they're going to have paid street parking by uwl and by wtc but this is definitely and, and by the way um this may also be the pilot may also be happening around gunderson as well so it's a, there is this is a test but it's not a test to see whether there will be paid parking on the streets of lacrosse it's a test to determine how to do it um, and they made that uh, very clear to City Hall today. Um, so that is as far as where this goes in the future, whether it's going to be in front of your house, I don't know. And 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 there's not there's not a clear picture of that at this point. At this point, really, the focus is around as I talked about before. The focus is around places like um, UWL and WTC and Gunderson and I'm guessing the high schools, but I don't know. Um, you know, places like that, places like Viterbo and Mayo and places that are big, that have big, large numbers of employees that, and they don't provide parking for those employees, nor do they have really good programs to discourage their employees from driving and parking in neighborhoods. So, which is what happens and why this is, why this is, why this is occurring. The reason for paid on-street parking in the city of La Crosse is because places like Gunderson and UWL and WTC who have uh, facilities that require a lot of people but don't make any provisions for parking those people and simply expect the, the city to uh, figure out a way to do it. And so this is a response to that. This is a direct response to all that, to Gunderson, to UWL, to WTC, to Mayo, to Viterbo, um, and then whoever else, whoever else this applies to, you know? And I don't know, you know, is this going to be, um, at some point, guys from Bimbo Bakery downtown, I mean, they, they shuffle their cars. They're all parking on the street. They do the two-hour shuffle. It's every single day. Are those guys going to have to pay for parking? Maybe. That's a possibility, for sure. Um, anywhere else, anywhere else where that kind of thing is going on, where there's a two-hour free parking, that's the other thing that Mayor Tim Cabot said today. There is no free parking. Um... And that's true because we we foot the bill. He mentioned the $17 million parking ramp. We're all paying for that. The parking ramp at WTC, it was great because at from the fifth floor of City Hall in La Crosse, if you look out onto the WTC campus, so you're looking east out of the WTC campus from City Hall, you can look down on this giant parking structure that TC had to have. They built that we're all paying for. It's half empty. Like there's nobody on the top floor. And you got these TC kids in there. You got these TC college students in there today that are complaining about the lack of parking. And they got a parking ramp, but there's no cars in it. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? So, although I'm not, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of growing government for the sake of growing government. In terms of making companies, forcing companies or institutions, whether it be schools or hospitals or whatever it is, forcing institutions to at least acknowledge that they have to address that issue on their campuses, I think is reasonable. It, rather than I, rather than me doing it, I'd rather them do it than me do it. Now, if that expands to the entire city and then people are paying to park on my street in front of my house, I don't know. Not going to be thrilled about that. Is that the future? Maybe. Could be. I don't know. I get it, It'll probably depend on where you live. And, and maybe not. Maybe it's just going to be everywhere. So, which I tell you what. Some places where there's absolutely the only thing is on-street parking, that's that's going to be a ka machine right there. There's going to be a fair amount of dough coming into the city from that. All right, 608 785 There's some questions, the basic questions. We can talk about that too if you'd like. And I, I, I there's more. There's a lot more in relation to the parking thing. But... Um, I, I got the sense from a lot of the responses to what was that's what I've been hearing in relation to this Brett Kavanaugh thing uh, with this sexual assault accusation that dates back 30 years that there's an interest <laughs> maybe in that. But there's and and not and maybe not in relation to this this particular situation because and I don't know how it's going to all work out nor does really anybody at this point but I think it bears an examination. Again, not this guy, not this situation, or and, and probably from by the from the Senate Judiciary Committee for sure. But in terms of all of us, so Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's nomination for the Supreme Court, is facing an accusation that's just come up, that's just surfaced, that um, uh, that came from a woman who said he was he sexually assaulted her when they were in high school, so more than 30 years ago. And the the recurring questions that I'm hearing or, or the issues that people are bringing up that are recurring, not about this in particular, but about that very concept of holding uh, adults 30 years later accountable for decisions they made when they were in high school. So there's that. And there's a variety of different things going on there, right? So that question, there are others. We'll talk about that when we come back. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. I just realized in the informational thing that was put together by the... The Crosstalk PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, this hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wyzm.com. But the Better Hearing Center talk and text line works really well, 608-785-7914. Uh, if you have some uh, storm spotting that you'd like to do for us, please feel free to do that at any time. Use this. Uh, as your venue for that, uh, feel free to text in or call in. If you're seeing some rough weather, it'd be nice to keep other people informed as well. Uh, as you just heard, some severe thunderstorms heading this way. I, I heard gusts of wind 
in some, with these storms up to 55 miles an hour. So probably looking at some more tree damage, that type of thing. Um, so hope for the best, I guess. But uh, again, let me know if you've uh, seen anything or uh, would like to keep us informed on um, if especially if it's impacting traffic and people getting their way home. 608-785-79. Would forward like to join us here on the air? 785-7914. Also on Facebook or Twitter, you could send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. So the Brett Kavanaugh accusations uh, that have just surfaced uh, about uh, sexual assault that he's uh, accused of uh, engaging in um, more than 30 years ago occurred while he was in high school, allegedly. And it is, this comes from a, a woman who went to high school with, um, allegedly, went to high school with uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh at a, a school in Maryland. And um, pretty hoity-toity school, apparently, I guess. I don't know. Is it hoity-toity, really? Or is it just sort of sounds hoity-toity? See, that part I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so. Mm. Um, so this happened the summer before um this happened uh this so at this point so Kavanaugh's attending a the georgetown preparatory school which is a private school in bethesda and this woman is at i think at the at a different school i think she's at a different school if i'm not mistaken so that they're at a party she alleges something happened as uh, assault where he tried to close off and groped her and tried to put her hand over her mouth or something like that so the thing that I'm curious about is that, and I, I don't know, the, again, accusations, they, they're probably, at this point, these are probably not provable, other than what we have here is the, um, the accusation, the accuser, who claims something happened. So other than that, I don't know what we have, really. But here's my question. It, just going to the very base, basis of, of, of how we evaluate this is that Brett Kavanaugh, who is, uh, is 50-something, right? So 50-something, is being, uh, he is being evaluated for an activity that he allegedly engaged in as, as a high schooler, which doesn't give you a pass, doesn't give you a pass, there's no question. But this is the one this is the one thing that I've I, I've heard repeatedly is that, well, it's 30 some years ago. Um and and the other part about him. How old was he again? Can you look that up? Will you find out how old he is? Rick Solm's gonna because I don't remember how old he was. I think he was was he 18? 17? Whatever. I think he was 17. I don't really know. Anyway, so there's so these accusations have come forward and based on these potentially violent, sexually violent acts that happened 30 some years ago, regardless of whether this is true or false or whether this is an accuser we believe or don't believe or whether the, the, the timing was orchestrated by, and this is also things that I've heard timing was orchestrated by um, the Congresswoman who came forward with or who had this information in July uh, regardless of what we believe here, uh, from this woman who is a, uh, professor and research psychologist at Palo Alto university, no matter what we believe here about this accusation, that question is one that I think requires that we should maybe look at, evaluate that. 
So it's not just that it was 30-some years ago. It's just that it's the question of, yeah, he was in high school, right? So what, what are we really looking at here? We don't hold, we don't hold at this point, 16-year-olds accountable for their actions in a criminal sense in the state of Wisconsin. If a a 16-year-old was to engage in this or much worse, it's very likely that he would go through the juvenile justice system. His record would be disappeared, essentially. And then we'd never hear from him again. So with that in mind, what is our evaluation tool in relation to this particular allegation? 608-785-7914. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We'll go to Mark first. Mark, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, you know, I guess everything I'm hearing is that this she this is all a suppressed memory that came up in some counseling session uh, that she was going through. She can't even identify the house where the party was at, or she can't even identify potentially even the exact month or date or anything, and this just seems like a political uh, witch hunt that's going on here. It's, it's pretty easy for somebody to say something happened 30 years ago and uh, besmirch this guy, and I, I mean, where's his protection from somebody just flat out fabricating something like this? It sure seems like it came out of nowhere. You have all those women that have written letters all of them being prominent, went to law school, the whole nine yards, uh, substantiating him as having tremendous character. And you have this one person, and what about her background? What is her background? What, where does she, where she come from? What's her political beliefs? I mean, I understand she scrubbed her website, the whole nine yards. So this is just seems like it's just a political thing where there, if you're a conservative that's nominated, you're going to be attacked. And it sure seems like this whole thing's fabricated to me. And what's the protection? Where's our equal justice where this is going to be even be proven? It's just a real flimsy accusation that can be made against a man that seems to have a tremendous record. Okay, Mark. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Um, I, I guess I'm, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm approaching this, the, this. So that part, and I, again, I'll try to make this clear. I, I don't know, and at this point nobody knows, but I would agree with Mark that the timing is curious, no question about it, and we don't know a ton at this point. Although both have agreed that they will submit to questions, both Kavanaugh and uh, whatever her name is, have both agreed they will submit to questions from the Senate Judiciary Committee. So, that being said, again, let's go back to the, the question of what, how does, when we look at things that we did as youth in high school, not particularly Brett Kavanaugh, although this is the exigence for this conversation, when we look at those things we did in high school, how much should we be held accountable for that? Should we or should we not? If it's 30 years down the road, is it reasonable to say that you as a 16 made these choices And so you, as a 52-year-old, will make the same choices. Or is it reasonable to say that you were 16, 17, 18, times have changed, you have changed, you have grown and developed, let's move on. 
What rings true for you? We'll talk more about that when we come back. 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. This is Scott Kish from Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, and I'm here with my girls again. Hello! It's back to school time. Aww. So in the next few weeks, there will be a lot of kids on the streets going to and from school. It's important now that school has started to remember to take a little extra time and use a little extra caution when driving. Lacrosse Talk, PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608 785 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785 We're also on, uh, you can get to us through Facebook and Twitter and send me an e- email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. 608-785-7914. This old Brett Kavanaugh thing, by the way, has turned into a fundraiser, as you can well imagine. Everybody's using this as a pitch for, hey, this the Democrats are really going after this one, send us money. Or the Republicans really are thinking they're going to railroad this through, send us money. It's just so icky. It's just nothing. Yeah, yuck. Anyway, so Brett Kavanaugh facing a challenge, as is, I don't know, the whole process, really, isn't it? With this accusation, sexual assault allegation of um, something Ford, again, for some reason. I read her name. I look at her name. Her name's not sticking with Christine Blasey Ford. She's a couple years younger than uh, Kavanaugh. I think we figured out that she was... At the time of this alleged assault of Brett Kavanaugh against her at a party back in 1982, uh, she would have been 15-ish and he would have been 17-ish. So the question, again, I just to be clear, my question for you, I, yeah, the accusations may be, uh, they may be false accusations, she may have made this up, she may, have, may think that he's someone that he's not, I, I don't know, I, whatever this thing is. It's possible that it's true. It's possible that it, that it's that it's something that's completely fabricated, as is the case with any accusation that goes back thirty some years. We always have to accept that that is potentially the case, right? It doesn't matter if you're a priest, or I'm sorry, not a priest, but a a, 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 form, a, a sexual assault survivor, uh, or alleged sexual assault survivor of a priest, or of anybody else. The fact is, is that there is an element of doubt that creeps into the conversation when you're dealing with something that's more than 30 years old. That's, that is inescapable. It's undeniable, inescapable. That's going to happen. There's going to be people who automatically assume that she's telling the truth. And there are going to be people who think this is, you know, completely fabricated. There's going to be people that think that she's, she's got this. She created a reality in her mind. And that is what's been playing over and over again in a loop for the last 30 years and there are people who will think that again, that um, that she's uh, the reality is is that way because it is did actually happen. So, the more pressing question I think for me is how do we evaluate this going forward, or any other situation like this? Not not that uh, what was the guy? What was the the judge in Alabama? Whatever it was, not that guy. You know, thirty years ago he was a district attorney. Thirty years ago, Brett Kavanaugh was in high school. Do we look at those things differently when you're looking 30 years down the road? When you're looking at a 53-year-old male 
who is up for confirmation of the Supreme Court, are we evaluating him on an action that he may or may not have taken at 17? Is that fair? 608-785-7914. If it is, I'd love to hear from you. If it isn't, if you don't think it is, I'd like to hear that too and, and give me a reason for both. 608-785-7914. I have to tell you that I am a little stuck on this one personally. So I I don't I'm not really entirely sure. Let's go to Mark. Mark, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey man, I seriously have doubts about this whole thing. I don't really know. Obviously no one knows. But I don't hold 16, 17-year-olds um, 30 years later up to what happened. And it sounds like what happened at this party, there was drinking involved, so that really should discredit anything that's going on. But I just think it's funny that Senator Feinstein uh, interviewed Kavanaugh. None of this stuff came up. She had the documents for, since July. She never brought it up. And now we're what, a, less than a week away, and she brings us out into the open. And then you read a little bit into this Mrs. Ford or Miss Ford, whoever it is she is, that uh, she is correcting the therapist notes that she got uh, out in the open. And it just seems like it's like your first call. It's more of a political uh, assassination attempt than anything else. And um, that it took her to know, what, six years ago that she went in for therapy and had all this problem and not knowing that. Brett Kavanaugh was going to be Supreme Court then, but uh, I think they probably had an inclination back then at some point that he was rising in the ranks. But to me, holding someone like that, and he's already had high regards from everybody else in his, at, at his college and people he's worked with, and you really can't find anything bad about the guy. And now six, seven days away from his confirmation, this comes out, and Senator Feinstein, I think, should be held to the to the quota or held to it that she never brought it up when questioning Kavanaugh. So, I mean, if she didn't think it was a big deal then, now why is it a big deal now? And that's what I would say. I, I think this is just it's just the Democrat fighting against conservative Republican, vice versa. I think it would go on both ways. But okay. um, but, but more to my more to the point ridiculous. more more to my point though that you you don't think that as a 16, 17 year old that this is this is even something that is is really at issue at this point, regardless of when it came out or some of the curious uh, obviously no, I, uh, the timing, uh, but. But more to the point, uh, you don't you don't see it as even being something that we should even consider at this point, regardless. No, okay. I mean, if she didn't come out with it, it's taken her what? So I think six years. She went to her therapist, and it didn't even get raised up to who or what or brought charges against them. But then all of a sudden, now this gentleman is going to get hung out to dry because of that. I just there's just too much questioning. And if it was that big of a deal, why didn't she come out six years ago when she was going to her therapist? And I mean, you read the whole story; it just it just doesn't seem right. I don't. At 16, if it was so bad, you would think um, that it would have brought been brought up to her folks or something along those lines. You know, when she was 16, I just it's just hard for me to fathom. And I got two young girls at home, so I mean, um, do would I want anything my girls to go through that? No, but I would hope they would tell me that too, and that they put themselves in that kind of predicament as in going to a party where drinking was involved. So. Um, I, I don't think that person should be. I mean, what's next? Are we going to go back to middle school then? 
if something happens in middle school, are we going to hang someone out to dry because they're in the public onslaught? I mean, where does it end? We're opening up another cabinet. And like you said, 16-year-olds in Wisconsin right now get their whole background wiped clean at 18. So I just think it's another, it's going to hurt the Me Too movement. I think what she's doing, if this is falsified or isn't what she's drawing it up to be, it just makes those people that actually do have sexual harassment or assault against them, it just makes that whole thing look bad also. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. I, It is, and I when you said that you're a father of a couple girls, I mean, I know that this is one of those things that resonates more from that standpoint, and I think that, um, um, yeah, so I, I, I feel like you've got a, a you know, a really interesting uh, a viewpoint and and uh, certainly a, a perspective that a lot of people wouldn't be able to share. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. I think Eric's been waiting. Uh, Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, regarding this uh, Kavanaugh trial, i got to tell you, I'm 67 years old, and whenever uh, Clarence Thomas is 90, 91 or something like that, uh, for the Supreme Court, I sat through that whole thing riveting. It was just unbelievably good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And Nidhi Hill came up, started talking all this stuff, her claims, and I thought, oh, my God, his goose is cooked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he made his last statement and put put her in her spot because her allegations could not be proven. They could not be proven in any way, shape, or form. And it's the same thing that's happening today. That's why I say days of rule. Because this woman's coming up now. Yeah. At the last minute, all this is a, all this is a delay tactic by the uh, Democrats so they can get the election under their belt first okay. so they can beat Trump. And, 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 and Eric, well, too, again, if we can get back to, to, to that point, though, of, uh, again, whether what you think about this uh, in terms of uh, delay tactics, uh, it probably won't impact that. But in terms of how we evaluate this moving forward for everything else, is it fair? Since, is it is it fair since, to is yeah, it fair to evaluate? Since. Is it fair to evaluate Brett Kavanaugh on anything that may have happened when he was a, a high school, you know, at, at seventeen? I'm not sure about that, but I will tell you this: okay. ever since the Kavanaugh hearing started, the Democrats stopped him, and every chance they could, Cory Booker, uh, Kamala Harris, all these people stopped and tried to stop the hearings immediately. Right then. They want to put it in the kibosh right now, okay. and that's what that's the way the Democrats sure. won. These people okay. are slithering evil. Period. Slithering evil. Wow, that's 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 bad. That's not good. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Slithering. Once you throw the slithering evil in there, man. Ooh, aches. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hearing what you're saying in terms of uh, false accusations and curious timing and uh, the Democrats engaging in last minute. Uh, at tactics to stall the nomination uh, because I mean their goal has their stated goal has been to get this until like to hold off on this till after the election this has been their stated goal the whole time so yes and yes and yes I hear all those accusations and you're absolutely right the the timing is extraordinary in terms of how this thing has come about um, I you and we could go through that if you'd like we can we can rehash the same things that have been the talking points on in terms of punditry um probably all day i'm curious what you think about you your childhood your time as a high schooler 
whether you think you should be held to task for any of it. If you're 50, if you're 53 right now and you look back to 16, 17, I know that some of you have got some things that you hope nobody ever finds out about. I know you do. But is it fair to, and I think Mark said this now, like that's, that's not even, we don't, what are we going to go back to middle school? I'm just wondering, I have to admit, I'm not sure where I am at. I don't know where I'm at on that. I'd like to hear where you come down on it. 608-785-7914. We'll go to Mary. Mary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I have a comment about the judge and then a comment about the Democrats. I had heard that um, Judge Kavanaugh stated today that he thinks she has him mixed up with somebody else, that he doesn't ever remember being at a party like that. And I tend to believe the man. Um, You know, you can always be wrong. But then I saw today I was channel surfing after lunchtime, and I see Chuck Schumer's face on The View being interviewed by Joy Behart, and this is what it's all about. And I thought, oh, is this the way we stop Roe versus Wade? That's all I could think about. Because I thought, why would this man go on a scummy show like that to be interviewed about something like this that's that's about a Supreme Court justice. You know, it's not like a news show. It's it's like a tabloid show. I, I, I got that. I appreciate the call, Mary. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Get some other voices in here. We've got Dan, who's next. Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Uh, good afternoon, Mitch. Yep. The, I guess it's kind of like if you're convicted of a felony, you don't get to vote. So could that potentially happen in high school? I suppose it could, and probably not too likely for most people. But on the other hand, you're also innocent until proven guilty. And everything that is being said here, that's, it just doesn't add up. The timing doesn't add up. The circumstance doesn't seem to add up. The, it, oh, coincidence that that uh, what's what's her name, Diane Feinstein from California, ends up with this this information instead of uh, some uh, Republican senator, congressman, or someone on the take. Uh, who knows? But it, all all of the circumstances are questionable, and I think to hold up the uh, the hearings at this point. Is not the right thing to do. They should have brought this forward a long time ago, if they've known about it. So, uh, and so, I guess if if I was going to take something from that that is relevant to the question about what happens in the wayback machine, I think what I hear you say is that if there's an allegation that comes up three decades from now, there but there ought to be something that substantiates it. Basically, is what you're saying. So, so we have to have more than an accuser. Is that right? Yeah, I okay. mean, there's too much of this going on. It's like somebody, and I hate to say it, but if a woman says something against a man, it's over. And you you had your show here last week or whatever on Burt Reynolds. It's an entirely different era now. And sure. if and I don't know exactly how old he was and how old she was, but when you're in your teens, things are a little bit different. 
then when you become accountable at a certain age, whatever age that is, mm-hmm. and you also, it's like, well, if this was such a, a big beer drinking party and she was, what, 14? What um, is she, she, what is been, she doing there? She probably would have been 15. Her, I, I hear I hear some but, victim blaming going on there, though. Are you are you kind of wading into the victim blaming here? No, I, I, I don't want to. Okay. But, again... there's blame to go around on both sides, even if if it's even true. I mean, there's so much stuff, you know, you hear the term fake news coming around. It's just like, when when does something actually get proven? When is there actually something that someone can give you proof that you can see and hear and touch and there's witnesses to it that's actually real? Yeah. Because at the sound of this right now, it's far from that. Okay. And I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. So again, that idea that there it's we have to have more than an accusation. You have to have something more like some sort of substantial if you're if you're 30 years hence, what else you got besides the accusation? That's what I hear. Um, that's what we just heard from Dan. We'll move on to Kevin. Thank you, Rick. Kevin's next. Kevin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, uh, good afternoon. Unlike a lot of your callers, I have no idea what happened back in uh, the high school years of these people. Right. But what I want to, what I think is more important to remember is, you're right, like the last caller said, you know, he, he said we need something more, uh, more akin to proof. Well, we're probably only ten to twenty years away from people being chosen for very high positions like this, where we're not going to have people necessarily coming forward like she is. We're going to have people looking at tweets that might be 25, 30 years old, YouTube yep. videos, yep. things posted on Facebook. It'll be, I, just get ready. What it'll be like um, for, with social media today, there are very few people who have uh, no presence there. And my goodness, there'll be all sorts of uh, things uncovered in the not-too-distant future. I would absolutely agree with that. I uh, you know when you have when you look at the kids who are who post things now that you you just you shake your head thinking you don't you, you don't even know <laughs> you don't even know if, what the hell you're doing. Yeah, well, we've all seen it happening in the sports yep. world already. Yep. yep, yep. No, absolutely. Yeah, multiple examples of that. No question about it. Can appreciate the call, man. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, you're absolutely correct about that. I'm a little confused because I got Jack on three and one. So Jack is on one and Tim's on three. Is that right? All right, so let's go. I think it's Tim then. Tim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. I got two things to say. Number one, if it's on the record and it's provable and it's not just an accusation, then I think that's a possibility that you could use it. Um, but it should be on the record and it, it should be verifiable. I guess that's the main thing. You know, you can't just accuse somebody of something that's very nebulous and expect it to stick. Second thing is, is if they're going to call hearings on this, they better bring the Duke lacrosse players as witnesses about being accused of something that didn't actually happen. Because the same thing happened with the Duke lacrosse players, and it ended up being something that didn't actually happen. It ruined their lives, all because somebody accused somebody else of something. All right. Well, i got to leave it there. We have to uh, take a break for news. We'll come back with more. 608 785 I'm going to address that comment when we come back. There's more to come. Stick around. You're listening to the Titan of Talk. Mitch Reynolds and Lacrosse Talk PM continue after this.
I'm Mitch Reynolds, the Crosstalk BM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for showing up here this afternoon. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. But again, the Better Hearing Center, 608-785-7914. Severe thunderstorms in some areas. If you're out and about and you've seen some impact, especially on travel, on traffic, uh, give us a report so we can share that with other people, your fellow travelers, I guess, out there on the roads and help them help everybody get home safely tonight. Some severe thunderstorms. Uh, and, you know, a couple, looks like we got more storms possible tonight and Kind of through the week, so we'll we'll see how this all pans out. But uh, I don't think we expected more than a quarter or a half an inch rain tonight, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. But uh, certainly not the uh, the sunny end of summer that we had last week, but uh, definitely something a little bit more uh, st- a stormy send off of summer this week, right? Uh, again, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is uh, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I didn't give much of a forecast there, did I? <laughs> We, let me just say, it was hot today. There, I said it. The the yester cast was hot today. But we have, oh my gosh. Showers and storms likely, and again, a quarter to a half an inch of rain possible. There is a possibility of some more rain tomorrow with uh, high near 77. Um, it, you know, again, another quarter inch or half an inch of rain. Not a ton of rain, so uh, that, at least that's what we're looking at right now, uh, depending on how these sales move through and if they stall out or any of that kind of thing. But we have this. This pretty much is a pattern throughout the rest of the week. We got likely thunderstorms each and every day, and uh, not a ton of rain. But you know how it goes. We got lots of wind and all that kind of stuff. So beware. It's uh, it's still. I mean, we got we've already had some uh, storms and some rain. It's uh, 79 degrees right now. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. There's more to come. Stick around. WisdomNews.com. I'm Drew Kelly. Looking at buying a house? Move quickly if you're in La Crosse County. According to August numbers from the Wisconsin Realtors Association this week, homes spend less time on the market in La Crosse County than anywhere else in Wisconsin. 63 days is the average. Average for the state is 93 days. Only one other county, Kenosha, is under 70. High demand as well outpaced the Supply of homes not only in the cross, but most of the rest of the state, according to the Realtor Group. Some local corporations may start fundraising campaigns soon to help build an acoustic shell over the cross's Riverside Park bandstand. Leaders of the shell campaign hope to raise $550,000 for that stage covering. Moon Tunes organizer team. Uh, yeah. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Use that and you'll get to Rick Solom standing by, eager to be vigilant in his uh, radio or his call screening techniques. So he's not letting just anyone through. You got to be on your toes. That's just, just the way it goes. 
I mean, that's, that's true, right, Rick? I mean, it's on your toes. I feel like you're on your toes right now. Yeah, almost Solid. everybody gets hung up on, so. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty brutal. That's why we have him here. Just, rah, that, that, that whole attitude. 608-785-7914. Brett Kavanaugh, um, as you are, I'm sure, aware, at this point, if you followed this at all, Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's nomination to the Supreme Court is uh, facing a sexual assault allegation going back more than 30 years to 1982. When he was in high school, he would have been, I think he would have been 17. His accuser would have been 15. She has not come forward until now. Um, And uh, we had a caller who addressed that just a little while ago. And I'm going to bring that back because I want to address a point that he made in that uh, specifically and how it relates to sexual assault reporting in general. But in the meantime, let's go to the phone. 608-785-7914. We'll go on to Joe. Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch. Hi. Uh, that last caller, you know, pointing out about uh, we have to really watch out because of the tweeting and the Facebooking and all that jazz 20 years from now, that's all that uh, political players are going to be using as weapons. You know, and I thought it was pretty disgusting that... They say if you don't have a Facebook account when you go in for a job interview, they consider you an outsider and you may not get the job because you're not on certain social media sites, which I think is just outlandish. Huh. Wow. And the other point, you know, you must be some type of social misfit if you can't, you know, do, if you can't bow down to Zuckerberg, which I just can't believe that's where we're at. And the other issue, you know, a big field that I think we're missing for our artificial intelligence is senators and congressmen and all that. Okay. Because you take emotion out of it and mm-hmm. you just plug in for inputs actual things that our government should be doing. Mm-hmm. That algorithm should spit out actual results instead of mixing in all this political trash that's that we're now at constantly there's nothing that gets done it's just another way to find to to trash somebody i think we ought to just be using artificial intelligence computers algorithms to be doing the work of the government because outside of that the work would be good but it's just everybody's own agenda that gets mixed into it that ruins everything and spends so much money i really think we just set up a giant computer and puts be the actual inputs no emotion involved, and the outputs work. Hmm. Wow. All right. Um, that would be uh, groundbreaking for sure. All right, your thoughts, 608-785-7914. So the question that I had earlier was, how do we address, maybe in, in this particular situation, I think one caller has said he didn't. He doesn't actually know what went on 30-some years ago between Brett Kavanaugh and whoever, or not Brett Kavanaugh and whoever. Uh, well, not whoever, uh, this uh, Mrs. Ford, uh, Christine, Christine Blazy Ford, right? I think it's her name. Why, don't I, I can't, why is it not sticking in my mind? I am, I'm struggling with, with just having that name imprinted in my mind. Anyway, so my question was more in relation to that idea of taking activities that we may have engaged in as teenagers and using them as ways to judge us as you know, in this particular case, a 53-year-old. Now, again, not 
with the recognition that I have no idea what has gone on or not gone on between these two people. None. Zero. I have zero idea. So that's my question for you. 608-785-7914. Now, this is the... This call, I think, is uh, something that I think we need to look at. This this idea here. This is a caller... Oops. Yeah. This is a caller last hour who brought up who says he, he needs some proof if it's on the record and it's provable and it's not just an accusation then i think that's a possibility that you could use it um but it should be on the record and it, it should be verifiable i guess that's the main thing you know you can't just accuse somebody of something that's very nebulous and expect it to stick all right I'm going to bring that up back in just just a minute. Let's get to Gary first on the phone. Gary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Mitch, I've been listening to this um, proceeding and this Rick Kavanaugh where this woman is accusing him when he was in high school. Um, and I think your caller a little bit, I just tuned in a little bit now, but yes, I do, it, this was not on the record. Um, from my understanding, she never reported it back then. All of a sudden, she's it's it's coming to the surface now. Um, I believe they have very few witnesses that can support her claims, whatever. But here's my point: um, the fact that this is if, if this proves to be false, or even proves that there's no real information to support her claims, um, my, is this where we are as a society? Where I, I mean, I, it scares me. Um, it scares me because anybody could bring an accusation against somebody now. Um, and, uh, I mean, from my understanding, the Republicans had this information, did nothing with it back in June uh, or August, whenever this, I think it was June, late June, when, when these claims were made, or Diane Franklin's, uh, the this Democrat senator who had this information, they just sat on it. They never investigated it just before his confirmation now, they bring it up and they say, oh, this is an issue. And I'm not saying it is or isn't, but there must be some type of investigation to show that, yeah, these are factual claims or they're not. And if they're not, never should have come to surface. The fact that it did just scares the hell out of me. I mean, what about you? What about your kids? What about, you know, and not just me, but you know, uh, if you're, um, you, you know, if you have a child that wants to run for for a government office of any kind, does it worry you? Um, Maybe you're not there. Oh, you are there. I will, uh, <laughs> at some point, when I'm able, I will tell the story of my child. And I'm not able to do that right now. But someday I will. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. So... And the repeated theme from virtually all the callers is, and I understand this is all going through the filter as well, of how you feel about this particular nominee and, um, uh, you know, and how the the political discord is. And I agree, uh, the last caller was talking about, um, uh, you know, how is this where we come as a society? But the the caller, I, I played the call from last hour who said, we need some sort of proof. And the last caller kind of said that as well. Why wasn't this reported? So, for those people who work with sexual assault victims, 
they will tell you the following things. The vast majority of sexual assaults are never reported. They're digested and they're, and women and men hold on to them and hide them because they're afraid of the shame that comes with it. They're afraid of not being believed. Weird, right? They're afraid of retaliation. They're afraid of what will, how they will be seen, again, the shame aspect, but how will they be seen not be only from the public's perspective, but also from their family. Any number of reasons. There are a, getting a sexual assault conviction is incredibly rare. Incredibly rare. Just for these reasons. So the, so the accusation often is the thing that's not believed in any kind of way. Corroborating evidence is often hard to come by. Uh, it doesn't help when you have, you know, there are rape kits and there's DNA and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't help if you don't have those. And it sure as hell doesn't help when the things are sitting on the shelf for years and years and years, like they had been in, in Wisconsin until just recently. So those are some of the reasons why there isn't proof and why women don't come forward. Or why men don't come forward, for that matter. There can also be suppression. That happens a lot as well. Ask some of the people that work with sexual assault victims. I'm not talking about this particular case. But for those of you who view this as, well, she's stupid, why didn't she just come forward? That may be part of your answer. Maybe not this woman. And maybe she's got Brett Kavanaugh confused with somebody else. And maybe this is political, uh, a political hatchet job at its worst. 608-785-7914. 608-785-7914. I frankly don't know. I frankly don't know what this is. And I don't know. I don't know if I believe her or if I believe him or if he knows or if she knows or they both forgotten or they're confused with somebody else or if they were even at the same party at the same time or if there was a party. I don't have any of that information. I don't really know. 608-785-7914. If it was. Now let's go. Let's go to that. You know, if you have if you have done something, not Brett Kavanaugh necessarily, but you if you have done something as a high schooler, are you held accountable? Should you be held accountable for that? And I don't mean done something. I mean done something bad. Should you be held accountable for that 40 years down the road? 608-785-7914. Let's go to the phone. 608-785-7914. We've got Mike next. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying 100%. Um, I actually dated a girl for a long time that she was raped by three guys, and they got absolutely nothing out of it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understand, and I totally agree with the fact that it's very difficult to get convictions in these in these situations. Um, at the same time, from the political aspect of it, I believe that a lot of this stuff is made up. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Um, in this particular instance, I read an article. I have to apologize. I don't have it in front of me. I'm driving. But it was from a legitimate source that stated that uh, I believe it was his mother was a judge who had a case that she dealt with against this girl's parents. And it did not go well for them. It was like a major deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something like 
you know, they lost their home or they lost a business or it, it was a very, very, very big deal okay. to them. Okay. And I personally think that this is just one of those things that it's being brought up, which is all too often in the political scene nowadays, just to create havoc and just to make this person look bad and just to try to stop whatever is trying to be accomplished. You could easily, you could easily go to that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think that there's any, any doubt that there is a tremendous amount of doubt <laughs> among a lot of people, and not just you, Mike. A lot of people, and and based on the curious timing, no question. You know, I, and I can't weigh in one way or the other because I don't know. I will say the timing's curious. That the situation is is a little a little odd, without question. Um, that the you know the gotcha stuff in politics is real happens every october that there's an election you're going to get some sort of something october surprise that's a real thing those things actually happen so yeah mike i i i, I get i get where you're coming from yes Rick. i was going to say is it possible that this woman that comes forward doesn't know anything about Brett Kavanaugh until he comes into the spotlight here and then after a certain point in time, she's like, oh my God, he might actually become a Supreme Court judge. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, now I'm going to speak out. Cause yeah, I don't yeah know. possible. I think she knew that he was, um, she, he, he knew she was a federal, or she knew he was a federal judge and was on lists way back, you know, whenever she talked about this in 2012. So, oh, yeah. She knew okay. something about it, but I don't okay, know. Okay. So she was kind of, because I don't know anything from a lot of my high school classmates. And then all of a sudden be like, oh, that guy's running for Congress? That dude was a total. There's there's one guy sure, there's one guy that I graduated with was he was just the nicest guy and he was like a little guy that was the, the the one guy who could do back handsprings and I just found him on Facebook I just stumbled across the dude and he is like this enormous bodybuilder in Los Angeles the dude is a is a and he's my age and so and he's a a house man he could he and he's a, he does it on stage he's like a senior or I he might even be a senior bodybuilder the dude and like you're looking at me like how is that guy Michael. Michael was right. like 110 pounds, man. We it's it's amazing the things that go on. All right, we got to move on. Got to get to the news. Number three is waiting. We'll have to get back to him. Uh, more to come. Stick around right here on Wisdom. It doesn't get any bigger than this. You're listening to by Optical Fashion's Eye Care Clinic for WisdomNews.com. I'm Drew Kelly. Your source for news, Wisdom News, and WisdomNews.com. The Crosstalk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More of your calls and comments coming up after this word about First American Roofing and Siding. In Holman. Uh, so I, I tell you what, this is a time of year when you really need to get in touch with First American Roofing and Siding. If you're thinking about doing, say, a, a roof replacement next year, uh, you need to get on the schedule. And now is the time to do that. Have them come out to have them take a look at your roof. If you have any questions at all about whether you need a new roof, now would be the time to do that. Just take a look at it. I mean, there's a couple signs that can tell you whether you need a new roof. One, among those is that they're look through for signs of moisture or uh, d- does your roof appear to be sagging? Are your shingles cracked? Are you starting to curl? That type of thing. Those are the types of things you need to look at. Also, if you look around your neighborhood, if you live in a neighborhood where all the homes were built at the same time and everybody's replacing their roof, eh, maybe it's a sign that it's time to think about it. If you have any questions, give them a call. First American Roofing and Siding. First American Roofing and Siding. Of course, they do siding as well, and a lot of other things. I mean, it's that time of year when you'll need some guards on your gutters. Believe me, it saves you some labor. 
Give them a call for that. They'll come out and do that as well. A lot of other repairs that they can do for your roof and their si- your siding and other things as well. First American Roofing and Siding, give them a call. 783-3101, always free estimate. Check them out on the web too, First American Roofing. ...and less career politicians. I'm Steve Toft, a candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. The Crosstalk PM on WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, finance is out of control, debt keeping you from achieving your financial dreams, Dave Ramsey can help, Wisdom is sending a bus to see Dave Ramsey's Smart Money Seminar, it's live in Lionel Lakes, Minnesota, this is coming up on October 29th, tickets are 70 bucks, include round trip, bus transportation, and admission to the event, thanks to Bruce Mullick of Firefighters Credit Union, for helping to support this trip and keeping the cost low. More information available at RadioStuffStore.com. RadioStuffStore.com. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 785-7914. Listener on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line says this is clearly a hit job. Referring to Brett Kavanaugh, the uh, President Trump's nominee to the Supreme Court, now facing an accusation from a woman who says that he sexually assaulted her more than 30 years ago when they were both in high school. 608-785-7914. My question is not about whether this happened, because none of us know. More about what we should be held accountable for and how many years later. And is this something, as we're looking back on your history in high school, is there something 40 years, maybe you're 40 years from that, maybe you're 60 years from that, is there anything you're looking back going, God, I hope nobody ever finds out about that? 608-785-7914. I don't expect you, by the way, to admit to that. So don't feel like you need to to say anything about that going back. Let's go to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. The word on the street is you were taking dancing lessons from Arthur Murray years ago. Is that correct? It might be. It might be. I've actually always wanted to take uh, some uh, level of dancing lessons, and we started, my wife and I started with uh, taking some instruction, doing some ballroom stuff, and then we, it was just really hard to, to schedule. So I really, uh, I feel like I could be a good dancer despite my size. Um, but, uh, and my wife tends to agree with that. But it's just well, a, it's a process drink, of learning. the more you lighter, you're going to be on I, your feet. A- absolutely works every single time. Yes. Right, anyway, yep. here's my idea. Yep. Anybody that's got a class reunion coming up better think twice before they go. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of that, Mitch? I there may be some truth to that, sure. Yeah. I didn't go to my 55th. You didn't. Maybe I'll go to my 60th, but yeah. I didn't go to my 55th. How, how many people are going to be around on the 60th, do you think? Well, I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Out of 370, I hope there's a few of us left. Yeah, yet. there may be a few. Maybe yeah, a few. Yeah, okay, but I don't, maybe their mind won't be as good then, huh? Yeah, could be, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's just a thought, you know, because, you know, when you come back to a class reunion... Somebody might have had a vision of something that happened years ago, and they weren't right. Could be, could be, or maybe they just maybe that's something that they remember only after they see somebody after fifty years. That's, that's a possibility what I'm too. At. You yeah. said it. Carry on. Keep your powder dry. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine four. Never been to a class reunion. Let's go to Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. I'm calling because I'm so disappointed that <clears throat> this individual something happened thirty years ago. It's getting so much credibility. This is uh, probably not true at all. Uh, it's possible she does have her information mixed up. But, but this guy is one of the highest quality people in America. 
and we cannot allow a evil agenda that to, to stop this. This is extremely important. One of the reasons Trump's presidency is important is because of his appointments. We got our share of dandies from Obama. Now we've got to get some real people in there. So let's not allow uh, this whole process to be railroaded for political reasons. And they couldn't hardly find anything. They came up with this absolute nonsense. And we got to. We can't accept that this is acceptable. This is unacceptable. This is a vicious attack on the American way, and and so uh, I'm very disappointed. We've got a great candidate, and uh, he's being smeared for political reasons by a very vicious group of people. And if they succeed, and they're trying to hold off uh, so that maybe they can take uh, control of Congress. Uh, and, and, and then get their own appointment after they impeach uh, Trump, we, we can't allow this to happen. This is Trump's rightful place to make this appointment, and we should not allow this to happen. So speak up. Don't, don't just accept that this is a normal or acceptable behavior. Thanks, Tom. 608-785-7914. Tom says in no way should we be, a, be looking at something that happened 30 years ago, and she's probably making this up. Um, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. You can go back and listen to um, this program. Sorry, uh, go check out our website at wisdomnews.com. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. It's a better hearing center talk and text line. Number of messages coming in. They're all basically the same. Not basically the same. I'm sorry. Um, this, uh, listener says, um, if the event happened and this woman is so brave, she would have reported to the Montgomery police 35 years ago. <laughs> I just, mm. when I was 10, I held my brother down and spit on him. Could that be held against me 30 years later? Uh, I'm excited for when people get accused of sexual assault in past lives. That's from another listener. This listener says, isn't it interesting that the longer the story goes on, the worse the act becomes. Originally, it was he just locked her in a room and she was able to get out. Now it's a case of supposed sexual assault. Where will it end? He murdered two people in front of her. So these are um, with nobody. Tom, other than Tom, Tom knows what happened. But everybody else um, does not know. Just Tom. Including me. I have no idea. But if this was something that actually happened, the reason why it was not reported was exactly these responses. Just just in the future. Not for this case, because I don't know what happened. And you know what? Neither do you. But if we just go to the... just Let's leave all this aside. And for... We have... Was it exclusive besides Mary? Otherwise, every caller has been a male, right? Is that right? Okay. Remember this if you have relatives, if you have daughters, if, um, if ever uh, someone comes to you and, and talks about their, uh, their assault, remember the responses that you've heard here. Think about that. 608-785-7914. I 
Again, just to establish, I don't know. I, like many of you, find the timing curious, but I don't know. I am interested, though, in the concept of, and Tom said, um, I think Tom, was it Tom that said that? We shouldn't be worried about something that happened 30 years ago. That's really kind of where I'm at here. This is what I'm, what I'm trying to decide, because I, I don't know that either for myself. I'm not certain that it's not the 30 years ago thing. It's the 17-year-old thing. Is there a difference when, we're go, when we go back to the Wayback Machine? Is there a difference on how we evaluate these things because of the supposed age of the alleged perpetrator? Your thoughts on that? 608-785-7914. We'll talk to Darren. Darren, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah, um, just a a few things, and I think that, uh, again, this is way over-politicized because it's a Supreme Court nomination, and um, people who are supportive of Trump are uh, taking one side of it, and people who are not supportive of Trump are the other side of it. Um, I have a sister who uh, turned 60 and confided in me um, that uh, she was, you know, 17, she was sexually assaulted, and she carried that with her for all those years, never said anything about it, but it uh, obviously was something that had weighed on her for years. And um, so I, I'm just one of those people that, uh, like you said, I, I, I'm not sure what's true or what's not true, but I think it's really important that, uh, you know, if there are allegations that it's investigated, uh, because this is the Supreme Court, and you obviously want to make sure that you get this one right, you don't have to rush through anything. Um, you know, the Republicans have enough votes to to make this happen, so you don't need to don't need to hurry. Um, you know, Eric Garland obviously was a person who uh, could have been nominated under Obama, but they, you know, we're going to make sure that that didn't happen, and they were going to wait for an extended period of time, even to the point where one of the Republicans said that if uh, Hillary had won, they would have left that seat open for four years. So don't rush this; let it let it play out. And I just want to remind people that. Um, women who are sexually assaulted um, don't come forward for many, many reasons, and you hit it right on the head. All these people today that are talking about her, um, you know, lying, not being truthful, um, telling a story, why don't she come out sooner, all that stuff is the reason why uh, people in the future might not come out either. Uh, yeah, no, that is one of the key reasons, Darren. And I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Um, Listener says, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, listener says, Tom said it's an evil agenda. Is Tom not evil for potentially silencing a victim? Hmm. Um, Again, all alleged, right? So I I don't, we don't have that information. I I think that the the most, the, the, uh, the best response uh, have been from those who are um, in the Senate who are saying, "All right, well, let's we got something here. Let's let's take a look at it. Let's hear it." Uh, Senator Johnson, uh, the president himself, uh, has um, gone on record as saying, "Well, let's 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 look into it then, or let's get let's get to." I don't know, that's not what he said, but uh, essentially, well, well, let's hear from him. Um, so measured response and uh like the type that we've heard from senator johnson i think makes like darren was saying i mean he's got the votes (laughs) like there's not 
it would be it would look better for the Senate at this point to at least hear hear the thing and then and then move on. I guess I, I very unusual circumstance, something we've obviously seen before. It's not exactly like Anita Hill, by the way, because the accusations against Clarence Thomas were when he was an adult and and not 30 years prior to that. And that I kind of feel is makes this a little bit different, I think. And that's partly where I'm where I'm struggling to try to figure out how I feel about this in in relation to if the accusations are about somebody who not maybe not this, but anything. If it's something that is a sexual a violently sexual act at 17, if that person then is 40, 50 years old, are we still evaluating that in the same in the same kind of way? Um, we got Nathan, I think. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Well, it's you know what's so surprising is that we're talking about an accusation. We're not talking about anything that's um, actually been proven. You know, maybe you got a speeding ticket, maybe you got a parking ticket. Maybe we should be talking about something that he was actually convicted of instead of this. You know, there's all this rumor and hyperbole about. Um, yeah, I would have showed that maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but there's no proof as far as you yep. should have to have some form of proof, I would think. Not just an accusation to base this whole crux of it on. You know, yeah. uh, for myself, you know, if it went back in your history and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, what, what girl, you know, what girl did I go out with? Every man's a predator. Well, every man wants a woman, I think. You know, I mean, that's what I see on television anyway. Um, I just find it really, you know, strange that. Our society as a whole here has gone into this, you know, sex is on TV all the time, you know, but they just have a, you know, have a, well, they have a herd instead of a cow about it. So, I don't know. All right. And I we got to leave it there. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 60 or wait. Nope. I have to leave it there, Mitch. Don't call for more calls when we have to go. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Midwest Family Entertainment. I'm Brittany Stiles with Midwest Family Entertainment. Part of my job is meeting with you before your wedding, but sometimes the cool part is talking with you after your wedding because I get to hear things like, I just wanted to reach out to you and thank you so much for the absolutely flawless service we had for Midwest Fiction. Sign up today, then listen to see if you're our next winner. It's a lacrosse talk listener lunch from Big Boar Smoker and your friends here at Wisdom. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, just uh, the news uh, that uh, came out a little while ago. I'm sorry I didn't get to it, but the uh, Modest Mouse concert in Lacro- uh, at the Lacrosse Center has been canceled tonight. In a statement, the band said it apologizes to its fans in lacrosse and hopes to return soon. Uh, tickets will be refunded at the point of purchase, by the way. Yeah, the Modest Mouse concert has been canceled for tonight. Beware of the weather tonight. Thunderstorm's still a-brewing out there. Uh, thanks for all of your input on some of the most pressing issues of the day. Thanks, my love, to Anna. For Rick Solom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. We'll talk again.